Hello and welcome to the Give Him Six podcast, the podcast where we talk about Tennessee and the SEC East. Unfortunately, Carson will not be able to be with us today. He has an event he has to attend, and we still wanted to please our listeners with the podcast. So I have another man, Larry Crouch, who I call him Pop. He's on the podcast with us today, and we're going to be talking about John Ward for a special bi-week episode. How are you doing, Pop? Hey, Elijah. I'm doing great. It's good to be here with you. Yep. So, tomorrow's game, do you think Tennessee will do well in tomorrow's game? Elijah, that's why they play the games. I don't know. I don't know what to really make of this team just right now. Uh, obviously, I hope they get the uh, the big win over the Gamecocks of South Carolina. But it remains to be seen. There are so many parts that really need to come together that I'm really hoping, I think like most fans do, that they really will come together from uh, Jared Garantano as quarterback uh, right on through the O-line uh, to our, uh, our defenders. But, um, yeah, I hope they get the W, but we'll see. All right. Just letting our listeners know I'm doing this through a mobile podcast, so the audio quality will not be as good as it would be if I was doing this in my regular studio. Um, but here we are. We've got an episode for you anyway. What's the most memorable thing that you uh, remember about John Ward, whether it be his voice or something that he might have done? Well, I think with, with John Ward, I mean, it goes back a long time, and we can get into this later on. But to answer your specific question, I think it is everything from John Ward's voice, and his, his voice quality and a, and a great voice, still does. But it also was his ability to draw a picture when you would listen to a radio. I mean, when... Uh, when your dad and uh, uh, my other son, uh, Jason, uh, we would listen, you know, uh, and watch the Vols on TV, uh, what we would do was just turn off the volume on the television. We'd listen to John Ward because John Ward was better than anyone. And his ability, though, to bring to life what was happening on a gridiron I think was was beyond measure. Uh, Lindsey Nelson, uh, who came before John Ward, was a great broadcaster. Uh, if there was somebody who was better, it would be John Ward. And so that's that's what I remember is that is that description. I mean, it's almost like a a picture before your eyes. I think you know if that's what you uh, would be after, which I think it would be as a broadcaster. Uh, John Ward achieved that and probably a lot more. Yeah, he was definitely notable for all that. Um, what about when you were talking about this with me earlier, just when it was me and you before the podcast began, uh, when you came to Tennessee and kind of how and why your background, all that? Oh, sure. Well, I grew up as a, as a child and as a kid in Indiana and, uh, you know, in Indiana, I mean, everybody's a football fan. Everybody's heard of Notre Dame. But I wasn't a Notre Dame fan, uh, primarily because uh, my folks weren't. Um, Indiana and Purdue both had uh, football programs. Certainly not the quality that Notre Dame did, but uh, they were kind of a bummer. So what I really 
uh, got attached to was University of Tennessee, which is kind of strange because uh, I could watch them once in a while on television uh, when they were on, and I really enjoyed that. But the thing was that when I was a kid, growing up in Indiana, the thing I looked forward to once or twice a year was coming to the Smoky Mountains. My dad uh, did still photography as a hobby. He was really good and did watercolors too. And uh, he loved the mountains and he loved fall colors too. And um, I always loved coming here. I came the first time when I was five years old, around 1957. And I just simply uh, loved East Tennessee and the Smoky Mountains. So that kind of brought on this thing where... Uh, I began to, because I love football and I ran track as I got older, uh, I loved UT football then. Uh, I didn't have any kind of attachment to Notre Dame, Indiana, or Purdue, but I did to Tennessee because, hey, Knoxville, guess what? Foothills of the Smokies. And the other thing was that uh, at the time, in the late 60s, there was this uh, wonderful football player who was an All-American uh, hurdler in track. His name was Richmond Flowers. And um, so I love to watch, when I could, Richmond Flowers uh, play football. And once in a while, I'd get to see him uh, on a, a televised, uh, like Wide World of Sports on ABC, a track meet. And so from that point on, uh, really, Tennessee became my team. And uh, it's been so for, you know, over 50 years now. That's never changed. But... Then, when I got old enough, and I'd always told my parents, hey, when I'm old enough, I'm going to come to East Tennessee. Well, I did, to college. And from that point on, uh, I could listen from the 1970s on to John Ward with my favorite team. And so, what's better than that? A great broadcaster and an outstanding football team. And that was John Ward and UT. So, that's kind of the backstory on that, just a little bit, Elijah. Nice. Um, by the way, y'all, Pop's voice, he's actually was a radio broadcaster when he was younger. Jim Daniels, right? Was that it? Yeah, it was one of the names that, that I was given. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think that all that said, I, I certainly never did sports. I, I really wish I had of. It would have been, uh, uh, maybe that would have been better because of my love for sports. But I never got into that. But I tell you what. Because of the fact that I was a radio-television major uh, at a university uh, before I came to Tennessee, uh, I really, really loved the ability that John Ward had. I mean, you couldn't sit around and just practice ahead of time what you were going to say. I suppose he did, but I mean just off the cuff. This man had the ability to see, to call plays, uh, it was so dramatic that uh, I was really drawn to his gifting and ability. And uh, as I said earlier, I think nobody had that gifting and ability like John Ward has um, in his life. So anyway, that made it even uh, even a lot more fun for me just simply because of my background. Yeah. Uh, just so our listeners know this, they don't yet know this. So I actually do the podcast from... Nashville, Tennessee, and my uh, my cousin Carson is in East Tennessee with uh, most of our listeners here where the Tennessee football has gotten started. 
So we do our interviews typically by phone, um, but this time I'm right here in Maryville doing it with Pop. Tennessee did a lot of great things too while John Ward was around, um, especially in their 1998 season when they won the last national championship. Of course, we can't always brag about that championship. We got to win another one soon. Maybe we can fire Butch and get someone else. But <laughs> uh, some of the things that I thought were really neat: the goalpost coming down after the game. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's cool. Do you all ever have a piece of the goalpost? Do you know? No. No, I never got one of those. Really wish I had of, but no, I didn't get that. But I'll tell you what, uh, that whole year, I think for so many of us uh, ball fans, uh, we've got those kinds of things, though, in our, in our minds and our hearts and certainly still have some of the uh, some of those graphic views of, of some of the great plays. I mean, whether or not it was uh, uh, Clint Sterner uh, at Arkansas, the, the quarterback that's now uh, – an announcer uh, uh, of games on uh, on television, uh, fumbling the ball, us getting it and, and beating Arkansas, or whether last night, Elijah, you and I uh, saw a little bit of uh, Clemson yeah. playing up at Syracuse. Yeah. They were upset up there at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, New York. And, uh, you know, UT really had to fight through that one just to win their first game of the season. And mm-hmm. I, I guess with John Ward, with UT, I remember – uh, that season, like probably none other, and of course John Ward being at the top of his game while the balls were at the top of their game, I can remember uh, those broadcasts. But in particular, of course, uh, I remember as as uh, uh, you know my sons and uh, nephew and so on. We all gathered uh, down our uh, big TV room in our house in Maryville, and we watched that championship game against Florida State and Bobby Bowden. And uh, that was really, really something. And, uh, yeah, that's something I think I'll, uh, I'll treasure and, uh, and the Vols winning the 1998 National Championship. That was great. Yeah. Philip Fulmer also got head coach of the year that year mm-hmm. as well. Sure did. And uh, T. Martin was a great quarterback that year as well. Oh, listen. He he really was. He he came in, and I think so many of us uh, feared because of the the great quarterback, and I mean great, that uh, that future Hall of Famer Peyton Manning um, was when he was with the balls, and we all kind of feared what would be the drop off, you know, once he left for uh, Indianapolis and the Colts, and and yet T. Martin came in and did just an. an awesome job he was just absolutely super and uh of course now he's the offensive coordinator for the university of southern california doing a great job uh i know there are some people that uh, would like to think about you know t coming back here someday as uh, as a head coach but i'll say this uh t did just an awesome awesome job for us uh as uh, our quarterback uh, with our tennessee balls super job so, you met John Ward once, didn't you, at an event? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's about a, a year and a half, year and three quarters ago, and uh, with a group of other people. But um, since I'd never met with, uh, with John Ward before, I'd never met him before, I wondered what that, uh, that iconic uh, radio voice would be like just to meet him in person. Uh, it was really wonderful because uh, 
he uh, he was just very outgoing, very friendly. Told uh, told us some uh, some awesome stories, and uh, I really was uh, I was thrilled to be a part of that. Um, you know, talking about his connections with uh, Bill Anderson and uh, UT football. Um, he was uh, he was really super. It was uh, it was really better than I had uh, I'd even expected. So uh, John Ward, I'm sure he's a guy that could have. Uh, uh, though I, it seems he never chose to, but I'm sure he would have been great on television as well. Yeah. So if you could go one place and eat one thing and drink one thing with John Ward, where would it be and what? Well, let's see. You know what? I think that I might, uh, I might choose to, uh, to go down to, uh, I think just right over to uh, South Knoxville, maybe to the old steakhouse, uh, where uh, um, a lot of folks went after UT football games, and um, probably uh, probably have a big old medium rare ribeye and some uh, good old sweet tea, and uh, have a salad with their uh, their famous uh, cheddar cheese dressing. Mm. If it was still open, one of the great places in Knoxville uh, until it burned down, uh, tragically in my opinion, because it was about the best restaurant going, period. And uh, that was uh, what was called the Half Shell over in uh, West Knoxville in the Bearden area. Never heard uh, of that. Humber place. It was, it was wonderful. Now, if it was still there, uh, to me, they had just the, the greatest steaks. And uh, I'd go there for my steak and iced tea with John Ward. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what I... Uh, what I'd like to do, you know, if I had that chance, anyway. So, is medium rare steak? Is that is that still cold steak or is it warm? <laughs> oh no, no, it's warm steak. Okay, good. but it still has that pink. <laughs> a little I, bit of pink. I I like a medium rare steak, but uh, I know some folks don't. But that's kind of that's kind of my yeah, take on it. I don't mind. want it too well done. Uh, Oh, man, well done. Well, sure. I mean, beef jerky is wonderful if you're buying beef jerky. <laughs> if I buy $20 oh, for a steak, I don't know if I want to like, uh, like beef jerky. Oh, you know, one other thing, though, I was thinking, Elijah, too, was uh, just the other day I, uh, I was listening to uh, uh, another a great voice and, uh, and a much younger man who is just a, a super, super announcer and uh, calls a game, I think, just at the top of his game, and that's uh, Mike Keith. Yeah. A UT grad um, who did a great job, actually began radio talk uh, here in the Knoxville area that, uh, that of course, now every uh, week is, uh, is calling the uh, Tennessee Titans game. <clears throat> Excuse me, out of, uh, out of the Titans Stadium. I think he's the, uh, the director of broadcast operations. But Mike talked about how he was so influenced by John Ward and John Ward's style of calling a game. And if you think about it, and especially if you really know John Ward's broadcast and you listen to Mike, you can even hear, and Mike has his own, his own twist on it, which is really good, but you can still hear John Ward's influence with Mike Keith. And I think that's one reason, too, I, uh, I enjoy Mike. Totally. Uh, in his broadcast, because uh, once again, he's a guy that uh, that like John Ward, who, who really, in, in some ways, was uh, was a mentor uh, to him. 
uh, Mike can once again draw you the picture, even though you're listening to the radio. So anyway, just want to bring that up because I, you know, John Ward, I'm sure has had, uh, he's had many, many, many men and probably women too that he's really influenced in broadcasting. But uh, there's one that's top of his game, and that's Mike Keith. Definitely, he was great, great guy. Well, still is a great guy. Um, I wish he was still announcing, but you know he's moved on. So you're about John Ward, not Mike. Yeah, John Ward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, no, Mike's still with yeah, us. Yeah, Mike's still yeah, with okay. us. Okay, <laughs> and so is yep. Um, yeah. Thanks for coming on the podcast with us. Oh, with listen. me, Carson's gone. It was my my treat. It really is. I'm really uh, really happy you guys are doing this. I think as uh, as a guy that uh, earned his living uh, in radio and television, it's it's kind of fun seeing you guys at, at such a uh, young age, uh, kind of venturing off and, and beginning this. So, uh, best to you, blessings uh, to you. Use those uh, God given gifts uh, the best you can, both of you. So, thanks so much for having me. All right. Pleasure. Let's hope they win, y'all, and maybe Butch Jones will get fired, maybe not. Carson doesn't think he will, but I do. And remember to subscribe and like this podcast, listen to it, and remember that the Give Them Six podcast is always scoring touchdowns.